This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Hello, welcome back. Welcome to the Joyful Courage Podcast, a place for inspiration and transformation as we work to keep it together while parenting our tweens and teens. This is real work, people. And when we can focus on our own growth and nurturing the connection with our kids, we can move through the turbulence in a way that allows for relationships to remain intact. My name's Casey O'Rourke. I am your fearless host. I'm a positive discipline trainer, space holder, coach, and the adolescent lead at Sproutable. Also, mama to a 20-year-old daughter and a 17-year-old son, I am walking right beside you on the path of raising our kids with positive discipline and conscious parenting. This show is meant to be a resource to you, and I work really hard to keep it really real, transparent, and authentic so that you feel seen and supported. Today is a solo show, and I'm confident that what I share will be useful to you. Please don't forget, sharing truly is caring. If you love today's show, please, please pass the link around, snap a screenshot, post it on your socials, or text it to your friends. Together, we can make an even bigger impact on families around the globe. If you're feeling extra special, you can rate and review us over in Apple Podcasts. I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Enjoy the show. All right. Hey, everybody. You and me. It's you and me today. I'm so glad to be back here with you. And I just want to start by thanking all of you that share such kind feedback about the podcast with me. I love it. I love hearing that you are finding value here. I received a really sweet comment on my Facebook page. This parent said, I have to say that your podcast has had such an impact on the space I hold for my girls and for myself. The wisdom you share guides our daily lives. I look forward to every episode. Thank you for what you do. Thank you, Allison Waltz. I know you're listening. Thank you for sharing the impact and thank you for integrating the work that we talk about here into your family. That's everything. That is everything. You get all the credit for that, right? You're doing it. You're getting it done. You're showing up for your kids. I am honored to be trusted by all of you. I'm honored to be a resource and someone that's supporting you beyond 
honored. I love it. I have to tell you, I was at a conference a few weeks ago now put on by Kathy and Todd Adams. So they are the hosts of Zen Parenting Radio. If you're not listening to them, you should. They're brilliant. They've been around a really long time. Kathy is a therapist. Todd runs men's groups. They are super into pop culture. They're parents of teenagers. They're amazing. And they put on a conference, the Zen Parenting Conference. And it was in Chicago. I got to go. It centered teenagers. I was one of the partners, uh, sponsors for it. And it was so fun. I was there as, you know, I had my parent coach hat on. I had my parent hat on. I was there to just take in all the wisdom. And the speakers were amazing. And the message centered exactly what we talk about here, relationship, showing up, paying attention, doing your own work, letting go, right? All the themes, all the themes that show up here on the podcast were showing up in just about all of the speaker talks that I got to listen to. And it was really powerful. Lots of past Joyful Courage podcast guests were there. So Dr. Shvali was there, Michelle Eichard, Todd and Kathy, the organizers have both been on my pod. I also got to meet and connect with other amazing people doing amazing work, some of which you all might know, Cecilia and Jason Hilke from Happily Family, Deborah Heitner. She wrote Screenwise and Growing Up in Public is her new book. She's going to come on the podcast and talk about that. Dr. Alexandra Solomon, who does a lot of work around romantic relationships and partnerships. I loved her. I'm going to enroll her to come on the pod. Dr. John Duffy, who's written a couple different books. Most recently, he wrote a book called Rescuing Our Sons. The conference was so special. It was so cool and it was so amazing to meet people I had met online and get to meet them in real life. And, you know, there's also the show that came out on Monday. So if you listened on Monday, then you know that Julieta Skoog, Alana Bibi, and I, we are the founders of Sproutable. We are doing a limited series that's going to come out in the feed on Mondays called the Art of Connected Parenting. So hopefully you listened to the three of us. This week was all about like, what do we mean? What is it? Let's explore the Art of Connected Parenting. And, you know, we shared a little bit of our background, our stories, why we do what we do. We talked a little bit about reparenting and the whole idea of connected parenting. And to me, that means we get to be connected to ourselves and our kids. Absolutely, right? And also getting better at connecting to the experience that our kids are having, the experience they're having of us, the experience that they're having with their social groups, experiences they're having as they develop, right? Their brain development, their body development, the experiences they're having as they explore their first intimate relationships. Like there's so much that they're experiencing. And It's really important for us, the adults, to be connected to that and to value that they're having real experiences. Like it's so easy to dismiss, right? And we dismiss our teens in so many subtle and not so subtle ways. 
And it's so important that we not do that. And, you know, here on the solo shows, I like to take a thread of what happened on the Monday show. I've been doing this anyway, and kind of taking it and using it to inform and inspire this space, this Thursday space. And I also am using what's coming up with my coaching clients and in the community to also inspire what's showing up here on the Thursday podcast. So, you know, it it comes in waves. Like there's themes that show up in my life, in the lives of my clients, in the community. And for a while, there was a lot showing up around like 15 and 16 year old girls and definitely some experiences that we could all feel solidarity around those of us that have raised adolescent girls. Lately, what I'm noticing in the people that I'm working one-on-one with is that I'm finding myself supporting families with boys and teen boys. You know, I even had a call with a mom who has a much younger boy, but we are struggling with our boys. And like I mentioned, one of the speakers from the Zen Parenting Conference was Dr. John Duffy. And I kind of done a deep dive on him. I loved his talk at the conference and I listened to his interview with Todd and Kathy on their podcast, Zen Parenting Radio. And he was talking about this book that he just published, Rescuing Our Sons. And you know, our boys are really struggling, right? And of course, I'm not talking about all of our boys, but if you know, you know, the boys are really struggling. And I have a lot of clients, like I said, with older teen boys who are just at their wits end. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to connect with them. They don't know how to motivate them. They don't see a future for them. A lot of parents of boys and girls, I'm talking about boys today, but I recognize that a lot of this is showing up with our girls too. So because I'm talking about boys doesn't mean that this isn't real and alive and true for our girls and for parents of our girls. Okay. Can we just agree to that? Great. So yeah, so there's substance use, there's just kind of this lack of motivation And it's really hard, right? I'm noticing sometimes I get clients who maybe have been on the positive discipline path or the more conscious parenting path. And now they're kind of bumping up against, you know, the teen years and they're not really sure what that style looks like in this context. And then other times I will get people that are referred to me that have zero positive discipline background that have not done the mindset shift around centering relationship. And what I notice comes up is a lot of resistance. That's what's been coming up lately. And I get it, right? Like they get closer to launch time and our like ability to stay open and grounded kind of feels like it shrinks. It's like, no, 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 no. We're at this place where you're supposed to take off and launch and you're not. And what the hell? Right. So then when they hire me and I'm like, well, you know, really what you could be focusing on is relationship. And I want to talk about relationship. This can feel soft, right? To parents, this can feel like ineffective. And maybe you have a partner where you're trying to share what you're learning here on the pod or what you're trying with your kids, with your partner. And that's the response you're getting like, no, that's soft. That's ineffective. We don't need to focus on relationship. We need them to 
gain skills and move out, right? Our boys are as stuck as we are and don't see another future than the one we are in. Like it's both and, right? We're almost mirroring the discouragement that our boys have. Like our level of discouragement, like truly is equal to whatever level of discouragement our boys have right now, our kids have, especially our older teens. And I get it. And we're tired, right? We're tired. Again, like I said, the older the teen gets, the less tolerant we are of their behavior because it's like, whoa, 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 you should know better. We've already been here. We've taught you, right? You know what we expect and it's exhausting, right? And parents are tired because they've been in that old mindset that hasn't worked for a long time without actually realizing that old mindset is actually influencing the dynamic that they're in, right? Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God, spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well-being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first First box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. Hey friends, as a podcast listener myself, I always get so excited to share when I find a new show that I think is super useful. So today I want to tell you about Understood Explains. This is a podcast that tackles one important topic per season. And this season is all about navigating individualized education plans and is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. Getting the support our kids need in school can feel tricky, and we aren't always sure what it is that they need. When I listened to the episode titled, Does My Child Need an IEP? It offered up so much useful information that I could really see supporting parents who are in this consideration. The host is so knowledgeable and really breaks down the content in a way that helps listener go from completely overwhelmed to actually starting to feel empowered. Other episodes in the series highlight the difference between IEPs and 504 plans, as well as a whole episode that busts common myths about special education. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Understood Explains. So check it out. You won't be sorry.
oh, I've tried everything. I've blamed, I've shamed, I've taken things away. I've threatened, I've bribed. I've done all the things. Nothing works. It's exhausting. We keep doing the same things over and over, leaning on those old tools and they're not useful and we're exhausted, right? Dismantling the dynamic takes time and it takes time that we're impatient to give, right? Dismantling the dynamic starts with us and requires a commitment and trust that we are gonna break through, right? We are going to shift things, but we're tired. And I'm telling you, like, I'm telling my clients, well, keep showing up, keep showing up, keep showing up. Oh, when do we stop showing up? Never, (laughs) right? It only takes one person who's committed to change the dynamic that we're in, right? It only takes one person to change the dynamic. And our teens, our teen boys, you know, we start showing up differently. They're not going to buy it. It, again, really requires us to continuously show, nope, this is the way I'm showing up for you. Here's a big thing. I'm not going to show up this way because I think it's going to work. I'm going to show up this way because we are two human beings in a dynamic that is hurtful or that is dismissive or that is discouraging. And I want to bring more love and connection and compassion to the dynamic. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that on my side. And I'm going to do that no matter what, no matter how you show up. I'm going to do that because it's the right thing to do. It's the way we should be relating with each other, right? I'm going to do that. And I'm going to trust and have faith that you, child of mine, who's so deeply discouraged, is going to meet me there right? And we get to commit and we get to show up to that even when the timeline feels exhausting, right? The other thing that's been happening that I notice with clients and parents and the conversations that I'm witnessing and a part of is that parents are doubling down on the short term. And maybe it is connected with our intolerance to the timeline, right? When I ask, what do you want most for your kids? A lot of times I hear tip of the iceberg behaviors, right? I want them to get a job. I want them to move out. I want them to help out around the house. I want them to stop using substances. I want them to go to school, get there on time, do their homework, right? And like, don't get me wrong. Yes, sign me up for all those things. I want all of those things for my kids too. But deeper than that, what do you want, right? What do you want when you go deeper under the surface of the iceberg? What are the life skills and characteristics you want your kids to learn to embody as they make their way out into the world? What do you want them to be practicing, right? Because that's the long-term focus. That's the long-term focus. The short-term is all of those things I already listed. I mean, again, great, but I want my kid to be able to relate to people, right? I want my kid to develop a sense of resilience. I want them to be willing to be brave and show up to job interviews, even though they feel really nervous. I want them to feel 
like they matter. I want them to have an internal sense of value and worth. I want them to believe in themselves and to have self-confidence. I want them to want to hang out with me. (laughs) I want them to want to be in relationship with me. I want to be a part of their life even after they do leave the house, right? And when we think about short-term versus long-term, we really have two options. And one option is keep doing what you're doing. Get on their case, right? Get more creative about how you can point out the things that aren't working. Keep fighting with them. Try to set up new and different consequences with the hope you're gonna knock some sense into them, right? Continue to feel frustrated and disconnected. Keep believing that things can't be different, right? Maybe even start finding yourself not enjoying or liking your kid anymore, right? Maybe finding yourself ready to be done. So that's an option. It doesn't really sound that great to me. Or another option is come back to the idea that there is something deeper going on for your kids. There are missing skills. Focus on the relationship. Create time to be together. Get to know your teenager. Get to know your young adult. Acknowledge you're part of the dynamic. I know I talk about all this stuff on the pod all the time. We're going to talk about it again. Show up differently. If you want things to be different, you get to show up differently. Get to know them, right? Get to know your kid. See them and what they're moving through. Trust that there isn't a timeline and that nurturing the relationship over time is actually what will fuel a change in your teen because they will begin to feel differently about themselves as a result of their connection to you, right? I'm gonna say that again. Trust that there isn't a timeline here and that nurturing the relationship over time is what will fuel a change in your teen because they will feel differently about themselves as a result of their connection to you. Sit with that, right? And again, that question, what do you want? What do you want in the long term? And again, I think we can all agree that we want to have a relationship with our grown kids. We want them to continue to invite us into their lives, right? And how we show up right now will determine that. We'll determine whether or not we get that invitation. And this is a mindset shift, right? Big time. This is a mindset shift. It's a big one. It is erasing the chalkboard full of the old ideas about parenting and how to, you know, kick it into gear. And it is starting over. Human behavior comes back to our beliefs about ourselves and how we fit into the world, our belonging and significance. And, you know, it's true. Like, listen, listen to what your teens are saying when they're discouraged. Here's some of what I hear from my clients that their teen boys, are saying, I suck, I'm stupid, no one likes me, it won't get any better, no one can help me, school is pointless, I'm no good. And maybe you're hearing this from your girls too. When you hear those statements, when you listen like between the lines, what is underneath? 
I don't belong. I don't matter. What's the point? This is a deeply discouraging place to be. And so centering relationship, what we talk about here, it is not fluff. It is not soft. It's not permissive. It is not creating entitled kids. Centering relationship is how we save our teens' lives. That's, I know, a big statement, and I mean it. When I was in Chicago, I got so fired up about this and actually broke down in tears while talking to parents of middle school kids. Making sure our kids know they can come to us, that they matter, that we are here for them no matter what could save their life when things go sideways. This isn't a small thing. This isn't light, right? This isn't fluffy. This isn't, you know, it's not, it's big. Centering relationship is how we support them. This is how we truly send the message that we care deeply about them and our love will hold steady, right? So if you're hearing, I hate you, what might be being communicated is I can't be loved. When you hear, get out of my room, what might be being communicated is give me space, but don't give up on me. When you hear, you don't get it, right? From your teen, what's being communicated could be, I feel really alone and it's scary and it's confusing. So many of our teen boys don't believe in themselves and your well-intentioned expectations add to the weight of truly not believing they can get their shit together and move into what's next, right? Or it's an armor, right? You might be listening to me saying like, uh, Casey, my teen boy's problem is not that he doesn't believe in himself. Maybe he has an inflated ego. Maybe he's overcompensating, right? It's all... How are they making sense of the world? How are they keeping themselves safe? What are the underlying beliefs? To belong in the world, to be safe, I have to have this attitude of not caring or I have to puff up and peacock, right? Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Well, hey there, Busy Mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. 
but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. Imagine that. I mean, some of our kids are so deeply discouraged. Imagine the level of discouragement that's going on for some of our kids. And maybe you're thinking, yeah, it's not hard to imagine because that's how discouraged I feel with parenting. (laughs) Yeah. And you have perspective. You have experience. You know that life is long and things ebb and flow and you're going to keep learning and growing and changing. Your kiddo, your teen, he doesn't have that. He's stuck in the idea that this is forever and it sucks, right? And it isn't your job to talk them out of this mindset. It's your job to be in relationship with them so they can collect new evidence about their value and their worth and the possibilities that exist. That's where that shows up is in relationship with you. And yeah, get them the resources and support they need. And yes, check yourself when you become impatient about the timeline. And yes, take care of yourself through all of this because it is their journey. You're a supporting actor, right? As much as (laughs) we want to share the stage, we are not. This is their show. And they are learning and growing along the way. That is happening. Be loving and compassionate and name their strengths and spend time getting to know them and dive into their interests, even if you are so not interested in what they're interested in, because you're sending a message. I care about you. I'm curious about you. You matter so much to me that I want to learn more about what you've got going on. And I think this is a big piece, right? This is a really big piece. They may, they probably will, depending on their level of discouragement, push you away and reject your attempts because they won't believe that what you really want is to get to know them and be with them exactly as they are, right? They'll think it's a trap that you're going to ask what they're doing with their life and judge them. The minute they let their guard down, you're going to dive in there and again, talk about how they're not measuring up. And they might be right, right? I'm not inviting you to like, look for an opening, soften them up, then go in for the kill. That's not what I'm suggesting here because they don't need your judgment. Your judgment is already well known by your kiddos. It's in the room. It's why they ask you to leave. It's why they shut down. They're struggling and they want to be seen in the struggle right? They want you to acknowledge the struggle that they're in and they want to be loved and appreciated and validated. They do not know how to ask for this. It feels deeply vulnerable. Perhaps in their experience of you, it doesn't feel safe to ask for those things. Or perhaps they truly believe that you don't get it and that you can't offer that, right? So you get to help them see you differently right? Make a date to spend time with your child. Let them know ahead of time that there's going to be no hard conversations, no talk about their behavior. 
Let them know ahead of time that you want to get to know them and spend time with them. And when they're sullen on this one-on-one date and they don't let you in, thank them for being willing to be with you and plan for the next time. And the next time when they're sullen and they don't let you in, thank them again. Thank you for being willing to hang with me. I love you. Let's do this again next week. Again and again and again. Show up, be with them, let them know you love them. Ask them questions about their life. Tell funny stories about your life. You be vulnerable, right? You share what's important to you. Sit in silence if that's what is presented. Be okay with that. Energetically send them love. Trust that they will slowly come around. Once you show that you mean what you say, when you say, this is simply about being together and getting to know each other, right? They are not going to believe you. (laughs) They're not going to believe you at first. So you got to show them truly that that's what this is about. The relationship that they have with you is the foundation that they stand on. And when the foundation is rocky or unsteady, you're going to see it in how they're showing up in the world. When it's solid and they can count on it and trust it, it will impact them and who they are and what they're willing to do and who they're willing to be. That's why I say that relationship is where we have influence. Relationship gets us a foot in the door. It gets us a seat at the table, right? So yeah, the art of connected parenting is about connecting to ourselves, what's happening internally for us. What are the stories from the past that are weaving themselves into our current dynamics with our kids, with our sons and our daughters? It's about connecting with our teens, making the time to spend together to show up. But this third piece, connecting with their experience, this is really the meat. Validating that what they are experiencing is real. Believing that they're doing the best they can with the tools that they have in the moment. Being willing to set aside the behavior that's driving you crazy and go deeper into what the behavior is solving for them right? What's happening in their lives? Where do they need to be seen by you? Dare I say, explore where you might be getting it wrong. I kind of cringe when I say that, but really we are. (laughs) We're making mistakes all the time. That's okay. That's part of the human experience. And you've heard me say it a lot here on the pod. We are making assumptions left and right about our kids without listening to them. And don't Get pissed at me and say, well, they don't open up. There is often a reason, right? And if you happen to have kids that temperamentally just keep things close to the chest, there's still room to see and name their strengths, to get curious about their interests, to send the message of love, compassion, and acceptance to them. Our kids, man, they need us, right? They need us. Our boys, our boys need us. They need us. (sighs) Ooh, rampage. (laughs) Yeah, I'm feeling really fired up about all of this. And I'm really excited to get my hands on Dr. Duffy's book. I'm going to say the name of it again, Rescuing Our Sons. In the membership, we do book clubs. So it's going to be one of our book club books. But I encourage you all that are listening to get your hands on it if you have a son 
from what I can see, it's just spot on and really useful. And I'm looking forward to reading it for my own personal journey as a mom to a boy, but also as a coach and a leader for all of you. So here's your homework, your homework from this pod. Ready? Are you following my homework posts in the Joyful Courage for Parents of Teens Facebook group? I'm guessing not because these homework posts are not really generating a ton of conversation yet, but I have faith. I'm going to train you to go in there and share what you're taking away from this podcast. And, you know, we could experiment. Maybe your reflection after listening to the podcast will help you integrate what you're learning here. How about that? Let's experiment with that. I'll put a link to the post in the show notes so it's easy for you to get to. Okay, homework. One, what's your biggest takeaway from this show, this 30 minutes that we were together? Two, where are you noticing short-term versus long-term mindset in your parenting with your teens, right? And three, what is one action step that you're willing to take to build more relationship with your teen. And of course, if you're like, oh, I got more questions than I do answers after listening to this, I am here for it. You can email me at Casey at joyfulcourage.com. You can send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. I am here for it. I'm a coach. I work one-on-one with clients. So if you're like, oh my God, is this podcast, are you spying on me in my house? I am here for you. I'm here for you. You can set up an explore call at besproudable.com slash explore. I'm here for you. All right. Okay. Have a beautiful rest of your week and weekend. I'll see you Monday with the new interview show. This Monday coming up, it'll be the second Art of Connected Parenting limited series podcast. So that's exciting. I'll see you next week. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. Thank you so much to my Sproutable partners, Julieta and Alana, as well as Danielle and Chris Mann and the team at Podshaper for all the support with getting this show out there and helping it to sound so good. Check out our offers for parents with kids of all ages and sign up for our newsletter to stay better connected at besproutable.com. Tune back in on Monday for a brand new interview and I will be back solo with you next Thursday. Have a great day. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.